You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. This just in. Governor Inslee here in the state of Washington is going to mandate COVID vaccination for everybody, specifically for all private businesses. So that's the category I would fall under because I have on the summit side of things, we have somewhere around 110 brokers, but they are independent contractors. They are not employees. So we do not have employees per se, which is part of the whole federal mandate, which hasn't gone into effect. Paperwork's just being pushed back and forth uh, with OSHA and Office of Management and Budget, just all kinds of stuff happening. None of it necessarily good. Um, but here we're at. So Governor Inslee, just going just gonna to squeeze everybody to get the vaccine. That's what we're doing here in Washington. That's what we're going to talk about. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies. And I read the news from that perspective. So let's jump on in. So this is uh, from Post Millennial. Breaking. Governor Inslee to mandate COVID vaccination for all private businesses. Keep in mind, this came, um, and I didn't do a podcast on this because I think everybody's getting tired of hearing about the vaccine mandates because it just feels so onerous, so much of an overreach. But just yesterday, October 25th, Monday, basically all restaurants, bars, indoor venues, just just about everything you can think of, you basically had to have to have the vaccine. You have to have proof of the vaccine or you have to have, uh, and I don't even think there's testing available on that. You just have to have the vax. That's all there is to it. So this is just what's going on here in Washington. Now, the interesting thing is I've reached out to a number of folks in, let's call it the restaurant, the hospitality industry, whatever that is, restaurant. And there's, this is basically, this is on the honor code as far as enforcing having a vaccination to get into said business, right? So it's on the honor code. So how much, how much actual checking do you think these businesses are doing? Now, these are businesses that have been shut down during the pandemic, opened up, shut down. Oh, uh, you got to do outside, oh, outside, inside, outside, inside, masks, no masks, no masks, you know, monkeying around with their menus, all that good stuff. These are businesses that have been put through the grinder and they're still up and running. How much manpower do you think they're going to they're going to put towards enforcing these vaccine mandates? Yeah. I'm going to give you a little hint. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. And there's nobody really to enforce these. So, it's kind of like why are we even why are we even pretending at this point to just jump through these hoops? Because everybody thinks, oh, you can't go in and eat at a restaurant. And maybe over in Seattle where they're more just militant about, oh, if you don't have a vaccination, you can't, you can't be in my establishment. And um, a couple of weeks ago, I was over in the University of Washington district and I walked down what's known as the Ave. And there's a whole bunch of businesses. These are small little tiny businesses. There's a small whole bunch of businesses had ropes at the entrance and that's where they would check your vaccination and if you had a vaccination card on you or on your phone then you could just kind of go on in and do your thing but they are checking in areas like seattle seattle proper everywhere else uh, just kind of doing things like normal and yeah there's a mandate 
but it's not being it's not being followed as far as I can tell and I can see. And granted, this uh, the most recent mandate just went into effect yesterday, but nobody's really talking about it. They're just kind of like, oh yeah, one more mandate. All right, yeah, we get it. Get the vax. If you want to be a member of society, you're gonna just squeeze us until that happens, right? All right. Um, so let's let's take a quick peek here and see what we've got going on. Now, this is beyond that October 25th mandate that happened yesterday. This is the next level. Washington Department of Labor and Industries, L&I, filed an emergency rulemaking package last week extending emergency powers to Democrat Governor Jay Inslee. This package, which is an extension of current mandates, grants Inslee the ability to enforce COVID vaccine mandates on all private businesses in the state of Washington, according to elected officials. Washington State House Representative Jim Walsh, Republican from Aberdeen, and Jesse Young, Republican from Gig Harbor, released a statement on Monday condemning the actions of labor and industry. This mandate from labor and industry demonstrates a complete lack of transparency, which dilutes public trust in our government and fails to show the agency's good faith in promulgating the rule. That's a really hard word to say, right? The reality is this move by L&I is a blank check for the agency to enforce any of the governor's mandates or edicts on private employers. How many business, so, so this, this thing, this newest mandate thing, and I haven't done a ton of, uh, ton of podcasts on this just because it's like, all right, so we're going to look at it from this little different angle over here. Other than that, you get vaccinated or, you know, don't be, don't be a member of society. And how many different podcasts do you need of said information? Well, this one here, we're just, we're just, we're doing the squeeze game. It's the squeeze game. If labor and industry desires to make such a rule, it should do so in an open and transparent manner that allows public review and comment. Good luck with that. We haven't had any of that throughout the whole pandemic, right? Why would we start now? Well, it's a good point and it should happen, but none of this is happening in Washington. No, it's just you're being dictated. All right, here's what you're going to do. And if you don't like it, well, here's what could happen to the business or your employer or, you know, whatever. Even if an opportunity for review and comment is not afforded the public, Labor and Industries website should host the proposed rulemaking to grant easy access to the public. Now, they don't want to do that. They don't want to make it easy access to the public. They just want to slide it on in and then they'll say, well, you know, we did an emergency order. What are you talking about? We've got every right to do this. Furthermore, adopting such a broad, vague rule without clear direction will lead to arbitrary enforcement. None of this stuff is being enforced. It's just not. Walsh and Young questioned the ethics of labor and industries and said the department cannot demonstrate that it exercised honestly to arrive at the rules granted to Governor Inslee. And they don't care. This is just what we're doing in 2021, right? I mean, why would we be doing anything different? The governor's just kind of coming up with his rules and throwing them out there and getting whatever uh, uh, political body or whatever governmental agency to go along with it and just basically kind of make it happen in the name of our health. There is no clear case for good cause or preser preservation of the public health, safety, or general welfare 
as the governor's proclamation already addresses these issues, making LNI's mandate arbitrary and capricious. Uh-oh, representatives added. We call on the governor to immediately repeal this mandate. Good luck with that. If LNI wants to push this policy, it needs to go through the proper channels and work with the legislature. Last week, Walsh announced on Facebook that he had been locked out of the buildings in the Capitol campus in Olympia for failing to provide proof of COVID-19 vaccination. Most all of the uh, most all of the politicians at the Capitol campus in Olympia, they're working remotely. So, yeah, he got locked out. He made a big big deal out of that. Eh, it was kind of funny. He's like, yeah, I can't get in. No can do. In the video, Walsh said, this is not legal and it's not moral. We are absolutely falling into some sort of Stockholm syndrome that's taken a hold of the legislature here in Olympia. And rather than being that active check against the governor's abuses, we're following the governor's lead. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be standing up to that and representing you and giving you a voice in the John L. O'Brien building or over there under the dome, talking about the uh, the Capitol. Inslee issued a vaccine mandate in August and unlike other mandates across the country, provided no option to test out. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. His message was crystal clear or obey or lose your job. Now, that did happen uh, October 18th. That was the deadline for the state workers, and they were able to basically whack all those people, including firefighters, policemen, agencies that are way low on numbers, don't have enough employable staff. They're just, they're cutting those folks out as well. There's a lot of, just a lot of uproar over that, as there should be, because this is not the time where you cut people based on a medical, which should be a medical decision. Despite mass protests across the state with thousands of state workers in attendance, Inslee followed through on his orders and terminated thousands that decided not to comply. Yeah, that happened a week ago. And here we are a week later, and we've got more restrictions coming. You'd like to go out to your favorite restaurant? Well, good luck with that without a vax card. So, um... Here's a tweet that was it was interesting. Former Washington State Patrol troopers fired by Governor Jay Inslee because of his vaccine mandate set 74 hats and pairs of boots on the steps of the Capitol in Olympia today to represent each missing trooper. I wonder how many of them provided personal security for Inslee. Oof. That's ugh, telling the truth there. So those affected by the first wave of vaccine mandates were state and city workers. That was October the 18th, including firefighters law enforcement officers, healthcare workers, public and private school employees, power line workers, caregivers, etc. It's it's just been it's been absolutely crazy that in a time where we've got the biggest labor shortage in in modern history, yeah, we're going to cut people. It's it's, it's become totally political, right? Cuz other states they're not doing this. They're not doing this. They kind of understand yeah, you know what? Uh, that, that might not really work out. So we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna fire our police officers. We're not gonna fire our fire firefighters. We understand their role in the community and uh, something that should be a uh, 
a medical choice, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not going to mandate that. We're not really sure what the rules are, but here we are. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin imposed a near identical mandate with the same October de 18th deadline as the governor and terminated essential employees in departments that are already understaffed, like the Seattle Police and Fire Department. Yeah. So we've got a real issue now because we are even lower on numbers for the police department. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of folks saying, yeah, this may not turn out that well. Shocking, I know. But this is this is just kind of where we're at. As of October, Monday, October 25th, yesterday, Washington state residents living in King County, which includes Seattle, they're required to show proof of vaccination or a negative covid test to enter establishments, including restaurants, bars, gyms, movie theaters and other entertainment venues. And wear a mask. Don't forget that part. You got to wear a mask. But in a restaurant, if you're standing up, you got to wear a mask. You sit down another two, three feet, you know, below. There's no Rona there. You can take off your mask. You're okay. It's, I mean, it's based on the data and the science. This is how things are working. It's just, it's, it's amazing that we're just kind of going along with this game. It's, it's almost like a game. It's like a game. All right. What are the rules now? All right. How do we play? How do we, how do we make this go? How do we live our lives and still comply with these mandates? Because we don't have much of a choice other than moving out of the state. Just talked to one of my good friends from high school. He and I have the same birthday and he was literally unloading his 26 foot, uh, U-Haul is I think that's the, the second one he's got. He's moving from Kirkland here, where coronavirus started off, and uh, he's moving to Idaho. Wants to go someplace a little more free. He wants to be able to raise his kids. Even though we have the same birthday, his kids are like, uh, oh, they're half the age of mine. I think like 13 and uh, 16, and now mine are 28, 28 and 20, almost six, something like that. So he's on a little bit different path than I am. So more important for him to kind of have the freedom with kids in high school and going to school and playing sports and all that stuff. Then for me here, um, I'm able to just kind of take it. But if you've got kids, this is, this has been just brutal kids and you're working and your wife's working and all of a sudden, oh, we're all working from home. Yeah. Great. So as of, as of yesterday, you got to have a vax card to get into a restaurant, a bar, a gym, movie theater and other entertainment venues. Although it is rumored that not all restaurants, bars, gyms, movie theaters, and other entertainment venues, they're not checking for vax cards. I know. Shocking. It's crazy. And, and that's something let's talk about for a second. So it's basically on the honor system. And, you know, you can either like take your vax card in if you've got one, take your vax card in and show it to them. But it looks like, you know, you could have like a kindergartner fill that bad boy out and people would be like, oh, yeah, OK, it's good. Or you take a picture of your Vax card and show that. All right. Yeah, here it is. And, you know, people can't really see the cell phone all that great. And they, they don't know who you are. And it's like they're just looking for something. This is not this is this is it, it's a game. It's a game people are playing. And it's it's a silly game at that. But whatever. If Inslee follows through on uh, LNI's emergency rulemaking package, all businesses, employees in the state of Washington will be subjected to submitting proof of vaccination 
as a condition of employment. All right, and that is before the whole federal thing even happens with employees of 100 or more. How long are we going to keep going with this charade? It's, I mean, that's literally at this point in time kind of what it feels like because I've been to a handful of places and guess what? They're not really asking for vaccination cards. They're not asking for proof. They could do it just like you do when, you know, you step into that bar area and you're clearly over 21, but you still got to show your ID. They could do it like that. But if nobody's checking, there's no governmental entity that's really enforcing this. To what lengths is a restaurant going to go to to mandate this? Well, in Seattle, um, they will. Because they enjoy doing that kind of thing and they enjoy knowing that, you know, they're all vaxxed up and things are good there and that whole deal. That's, you know, if, if they want to go there, let's just say I will probably not be eating in a restaurant in Seattle in the near future. I mean, just that's not kind of where I want to be. I'll be over here in the, the safe east side. Plus, um, yeah, it's just whole thing is just it's crazy. So every week, it seems like here in Seattle or Washington, state of Washington or in King County, we've got a mandate of something about something or it could potentially happen or these people are doing this and uh, you got to make sure you do this. We just we just lost our ability to have free grocery bags. That's been mandated in King County or the state of Washington. You know how the grocer would say, you want a bag? And you'd say, yeah, I don't want to carry, you know, 200 pieces of groceries individually home. So yeah, throw them all in a bag and you might come out with four or five bags. Each one of those bags now costs us eight cents a pop, which isn't a deal breaker, but it's just annoying. You know what I mean? I use recycled, um, the, not the cardboard ones, but, uh, you know, the paper bags. And I feel good about that. And then I'll put those in the recycle bin afterwards. And so I feel very green about that. But now I got to pay eight cents a bag. I mean, I'm like, really? We mandated this? All kinds of stuff. Not necessarily good going on here in Washington. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.